the EPL show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie's six days of giveaways is upon us. From the 21st to the 26th, MyBookie is hooking up players with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes, all completely free. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're all support you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store. Use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're all support you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks, including picks from the crew of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all of their free videos at betterthan.vegas that's betterthan.vegas and finally we're also brought to you by ace per head ace is a leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook plus ace is offering up to six weeks free just head over to aceperhead.com slash sgp that's aceperhead.com slash sgp You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also, check me out at my website, lockbetting.com. Obviously, as I'm doing a show, I'm very, very sick, but uh, I don't miss shows. They did give me the option to not do this show, but it's the Boxing Day games for the EPL, so I wanted to get it done. It's not going to be up to any kind of decent standard, obviously, from the sound of my voice. Um, but I have put the time in to, to try and make some decent picks here, so that's what we'll hopefully do. We begin with the 12.30 kickoff tomorrow between Leicester and Man United, where Leicester are available here at 2-1. to one. It's 13-5 to five to draw, and it's 5-4 to four on Manchester United. I think if you solely take into account the data in this game, you would come away thinking that this game goes over 2.5 goals, which is available here at 7-10. to 10. However, these two teams are pretty similar stylistically and sometimes that can cancel each other out. Plus, they've got the 12.30 kickoff on Boxing Day. So they're the first team that play after Christmas Day and they're being made to play at 12.30 as well. So you could see some sluggishness as well. But as I said, these two teams have a similar style. Everybody's seen that little gif of um, the two Spider-Mans going up against each other. Well, that's that's similar to what's going on here. It's like two of the same animal. They both like to play counter-attacking football, except Manchester United are the team with the with the bigger stars. And Leicester, at times this season, have been the better organised team, but Man United are the ones on the run and bringing the great away form into this. So that's why they are the favourites. But I wouldn't be taking that over so easily because of the stylistic matchup here because both of them like to sit in and hit on the counter-attack. But if they're both waiting to do that, who's going to be the team that take the game by the scruff of the neck and are in the ascendancy here? It's it's very different when you've got a Man United versus a Liverpool or a Leeds, because Leeds and Liverpool play a similar style in that they press very hard, they go two, two on one as often as they can and double up down on the ball. Whereas teams like Leicester, Man United and even Tottenham, they like to soak things up. Tottenham especially like to suffocate you with a lot of men behind the ball and then break particularly with Son and Kane. Uh, Leicester really use Vardy for this. 
and uh, Man United have a lot of pace up front, be it Martial, Greenwood, Rashford, Dan James, whoever plays there. So I think the two teams will be wary of each other and sometimes that can lead to cancelling out. So if you're going to take an over here, I would take an over two and I would wait to take it as an in-play. And uh, I would maybe even initially get on board with the under one and a half goals at half-time, which is available at eight to 13. You lose this if there's two goals. Uh, but if there's one goal in the first half, uh, you still end up cashing this bet of under 1.5 first half goals because, as I said, it may take some time for these two teams to penetrate and to really commit to winning the game. If it is about the team coming forward and having more of the possession, I think initially Man United will control that game and look to break them down. So this won't be your regular Manchester United away game where they enjoy the circumstances of hitting you on the break. Up next, you have Aston Villa versus Crystal Palace, where Crystal Palace are where sorry, Aston Villa are the seven to twenty favourites, eleven to four to join. It's three to one on the Palace. This this game, unlike most seasons, actually should produce goals. These two teams have been a lot more attack minded in the um, lockdown situation. Crystal Palace have kept just one clean sheet in fourteen Premier League games this season, which is not like them. Aston Villa have conceded eleven goals in the last five Premier League home games. Their away form has been far better, and they struggle to play. When they uh, are in the ascendancy here, they uh, beat Crystal Palace 2-0 when the two teams faced off in July, though. Uh, Palace have won just one of their last six Premier League fixtures. However, given Aston Villa's poor away form, uh, poor home form, sorry, I think Crystal Palace could potentially get something from this game. But I think the strongest play would be on both teams to score. I don't see this Villa team keeping a clean sheet at home. But the way Crystal Palace have been defending this season, I don't see them shutting anybody out either. I mean, this obviously isn't one of my strongest plays, not lock potential or anything, but uh, that's my lean here for this one. Up next, you've got Fulham versus Southampton, where Fulham are available at 21 to 10. It's 12 to 5 a draw, and it's 5 to 4 here on Southampton. Southampton will be very disappointed if their um, momentum went away here in this game against Fulham. But I do expect Fulham to be able to find the net because Fulham have scored at least once in four of their last five home games and both teams have scored in 71% of Southampton's away fixtures this season. Southampton though have only lost one of their last 12 Premier League away games. They're another team who likes to travel. They've averaged 2.2 goals per 90 minutes across the last five away fixtures and I think they come away Will they win here? The only way they don't is if they show some kind of uh, Boxing Day complacency. And that's what you really need to be careful about tomorrow with the EPL, if there is some complacency that creeps in. But uh, I'm going to go for Fulham, uh, sorry, Southampton here on the money line. I do think that they'll be able to get the win. I like the price at 5-4. to four, And I think both teams find a net here as well. The game of the week, at least on paper, not on league positions, is Arsenal versus Chelsea, where you're getting good value on Chelsea here at evens. It's 13-5 to draw. And it's 11-4 on Arsenal. I cannot see Arsenal beating anybody at the moment, at least of all anybody inside of the top six. They are an absolute dumpster fire. Unbelievably, after winning the FA Cup, Mikel Arteta could be on his way out shortly. Arsenal have only, Arsenal have only won one of their last 10 Premier League fixtures. Arsenal have lost four and drawn one of their last five Premier League home matches. Losing four out of five at home is not acceptable and they've lost two much worse teams than Chelsea. Arsenal have conceded two goals and three of their last four defeats and um, normally, as I said, this is a big game. It's normally close no matter where they are in the league table. Arsenal rise to the occasion but I don't think if they're fully committed to the way that Arteta wants them to play and at the moment, there's obviously a crisis at the club. At Chelsea, there's no such crisis. Sometimes there is uh, doubts over um, 
over Lampard's tactical nous and his ability to do this job. But I think in this situation, you're looking at Arsenal here and that's why and you're looking at Arsenal as the name of the club and that's why you're getting Chelsea at evens. You're not looking at league position, you're not looking at form, you're not looking at any of those variables. You're looking at Arsenal versus Chelsea. And yes, Chelsea are the odds-on favourites, I understand that, but really they shouldn't be as, uh, as as big as evens here and I think there's value there on that one. I will simply just take Chelsea here on the money line to continue Arsenal's misery and um, it can only be a matter of time before Arteta's gone if this continues. Up next, we've got Man City versus Newcastle, where Man City are available at 1-10. to 10. It's 17-2 to 2 to draw, and it's 22-1 to 1 here on Newcastle. Um, this is a difficult game to, to cap here because Manchester City aren't covering handicaps necessarily at the moment. They aren't scoring a lot of goals. What they are doing, though, is they are keeping teams out, and um, that immediately takes you towards the, the clean sheet market. Manchester City have kept a clean sheet in four of their last five matches. And under 2.5 goals have been scored in 10 of Manchester City's last 11 games. And um, Newcastle are a team who have lost their last five away meetings here to Manchester City. But this season, Manchester City average less than 1.46 goals per 90 minutes of Premier League action this season. How I would bet this is I would take Manchester City to win and under four and a half goals. Because that does give you the security, I think, of Newcastle nicking a goal. Because this Manchester City team have, have done this throughout the years. They look like they're showing some defensive consistency. And then suddenly they will concede a sloppy goal. Therefore, I don't really want to take Manchester City to win to nil here and have that be ruined by a shock goal. Because we had that last time we, we took Manchester City. They drew one all against West Brom and they conceded a stupid goal. So I learned my lesson from that and take Manchester City and under four and a half goals here at four to six here in this one. Up next, you have Sheffield United versus Everton, where Sheffield United are available three to one. <coughs> it's five to two to draw, and it's ten to eleven on Everton. I think there's good value here on Everton. Um, I'm not too sure when the Sheffield United team are actually going to win another game. Sheffield United have scored in three of the last four games, though, so they are showing a bit of a fight back. But this Everton team have also found form despite losing in the uh, quarterfinals to Manchester United in midweek. Everton have scored at least once in all but two of their Premier League assignments, but they've only kept two clean sheets in their last 13 Premier League fixtures. Sheffield United have drawn one and lost six of their Premier League home matches this season, and they've lost two worse teams than Everton. So I expect the the Everton momentum to continue here and for them to win this game. But don't be surprised to see both teams finding the net because that is happening frequently in Everton games. And I think Sheffield United may be able to penetrate here in this game. And the odds of that, sorry, are four to five. Up next, you have Leeds at home to Burnley, where Leeds are available 7-10. to 10. It's 3-1 to one a draw. It's 18-5 to five on Burnley. Burnley are a team who have improved a lot as of late and um, have got themselves into a position where people aren't talking about them as relegation candidates now. They've got a much improved run, but I do think Leeds will be able to outplay them here. Leeds Premier League games are averaging 3.85 goals per 90 minutes this season, but they are also conceding a few as well. Over 2.5 goals on both teams scoring has landed in six of Leeds' last eight Premier League fixtures. This Leeds team have kept just two clean sheets in their last eight Premier League fixtures. And one of the 
fantasy picks of the season has been Patrick Bamford. I've just drafted him into my team, actually. Um, he has scored nine goals in 14 Premier League appearances for Leeds this season. And the fact that he's available at around about 6.4 still makes him a good purchase because Leeds have got some nice games coming up in fantasy as well. So I think Leeds are able to to nick this game, but I like both teams to score here because much like the, the data for the Everton game, Leeds are another team who, um, who always seem to concede. The irony is when Everton played Leeds um, earlier on in the season, that was a 1-0 game. And both teams did not score in that. So be the way of the, the Premier League. It's a very, very difficult league to bet on. Up next, you have West Ham at home to Brighton, where West Ham are available at 13 to 10. It's 23 to 10 a draw. It's 21 to 10 on Brighton. I'm going to take a big punt on a draw in this one. Um, Brighton are the draw specialists in the Premier League this season. Their draw against Sheffield United on Sunday was their second draw in a row. And their sixth one in 10 matches overall since mid-October. So I think these two teams could play out another draw. West Ham will be looking to stabilise the ship after the 3-0 defeat against Chelsea. I think both teams could find the net here in this draw. So I think 1-1 would be the most likely score. Both teams have scored in four of the last five meetings between the two clubs. Uh, both teams have scored in 71% of Brighton's fixtures this season. And uh, West Ham have scored exactly one goal in four of their last five Premier League home games. So they have dried up thing. They have dried up here on the goal front and they will need to score a couple of goals to win this game, which is why I am leaning towards the draw here because uh, a lot of supporting data here for this one, for two teams that I think are, are relatively equal on paper. Up next, you have Sam Allardyce's second game in charge for West Brom. He travels to Liverpool as a 22-1 to underdog. Liverpool 1-10 to win this game. It's 17-2 to to draw. Then we're going to see a very definitive pattern of play here. Big Sam is going to try and sit back and stop this Liverpool team from playing. But I don't think he's going to be able to achieve that. He's inherited a team here who have conceded a ton of goals. Only Leeds with 30 have conceded more Premier League goals than West Brom this season, who have conceded 29. Liverpool scored a whopping seven goals in their Premier League game against Crystal Palace last time out, although Crystal Palace did give up in that game towards the, set, towards the end of the second half. Uh, Liverpool averaging 2.57 goals per Premier League game overall this season, but again, that is swayed by that last game. And uh, I think that Liverpool will win this game, but I think we'll see a very definitive pattern of play. I think West Brom under Allardyce will make themselves very, very difficult to play. Under Billich, West Brom had took very much the, the Brighton approach where they were trying to play you and it wasn't really working out for them. Although I don't think Sam Allardyce is going to be able to wave his magic wand and do what he usually does either, simply because I just don't think he's inherited a defence that's good enough to play the Sam Allardyce way. So he's going to have to do some business in January if he's going to want to stay up. This tactic here won't work. They won't contain Liverpool. And um, if they are going in with that strategy, I think they also have a, um, a good chance here of being able to keep a rare clean sheet, something Liverpool haven't done often this season. I'm going to go for Liverpool to nil here in this one at four to five. Last game we're going to look at is Wolves versus Tottenham, where Tottenham are looking for a bounce back here. It's five to two on Wolves, 11 to five the draw, and it's five to four here on Spurs. Spurs looking for a big bounce back here, looking to get their league season back on track. Um, Tottenham have won only one of their last five Premier League assignments, such as taking them out of title contendership at the moment. Wolves have avoided defeat in four of their last five home matches coming into this, but they are averaging 1.14 goals and are conceding one goal per game. So 
this could be a low scoring game and it could simply be about Tottenham having better quality on the counter-attack. So I like Tottenham here on the money line, but um, I think the safer bet here would be to take Tottenham on the pick market. Obviously, it's a bit more chalky, but I think it gives you the security of these two cancelling each other out because Wolves have been involved in low-scoring games and uh, Tottenham have found wins difficult to come by as of late and that one brings it down to 3-5 to five here, taking Tottenham as a pick. But ultimately, I do think Tottenham will be able to get the win here in this one. Closing out with a lock here on the show, I'm going to take Chelsea here to beat Arsenal at even money. This Arsenal team are massively declining. I cannot see a turnaround in fortunes, especially not over the Christmas period. A Christmas period where there are so many games thick and fast isn't the time where you can completely change your mojo, where you can do something considerably different to change your fortunes and I think especially coming up against a quality team like Chelsea who score a lot of goals it's going to make it very difficult when this Arsenal team don't score a lot of goals it's not very likely to me that Arsenal all of a sudden click and Aubameyang finds himself and this Arsenal team connect in an attacking sense because defensively that hasn't really been their problem when you look at the goals the number of goals they've conceded throughout the season it's not great for a team in the top six but it probably doesn't warrant warrant being where they are in the table but it's their ability to score goals they've scored a ridiculous amount of goals this season. Just 12 goals scored in 14 games, whereas this Chelsea team have been pretty prolific, scoring 29 in their 14 games so far this season, only conceding 14. And as I said, Arsenal have only conceded 18 and 14, which isn't too bad. But when you're only scoring 12, it's difficult to penetrate Chelsea, who have been one of the better defences so far in the Premier League this season, only behind... Manchester City and Aston Villa level with Tottenham. Tottenham and Chelsea have both conceded 14 in 14 and considering it's such a high scoring season that is a very good defensive record. So in every facet of the pitch here I see Chelsea winning this game unless they are somehow not at the races, not motivated and Arsenal can capitalise on that. But this team really need to get themselves together. They had a bad run. They seem to have come through that run with the win against West Ham and now they need to get back on track in terms of challenging for this league because currently they have allowed themselves to slip six points behind Liverpool. So this will be a must-win game for Chelsea. I don't think we'll see any complacency here at all. And if that's the case, I don't think they'll be able (coughs) to live with this Arsenal team. So that concludes your EPL show. Apologies for the way it's been. This uh, COVID stuff isn't a whole load of fun. And uh, I wouldn't shut down the world for it under any circumstances. Um, but yeah, you don't really want to want to get this. There's loads of extra symptoms to it um, that you don't want any part of that have not been a lot of fun. But um, you'll come for it. I'm still always going to do my show. As I said, Ryan and Short told me that I didn't have to do the show. I can miss one, but I've never missed one. So we keep the streak alive. And this is your EPL show here for this week. The next EPL show will hopefully sound a lot better. It will only be in a few days time because these fixtures that I've given to you conclude by Sunday. So therefore on Sunday, we will be releasing a new new show on the 27th of December. That's it for me in this edition of the EPL show. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.